0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Flight Deck, an inside look at the New York Jets. This is Rich Savini. I cover the Jets for ESPN. It's draft week, people, the most exciting week of the year for Jets fans. You know what's at stake, so I won't waste your time with all the big picture stuff. Jets have nine picks, 410, 35, 38, and etc. This podcast, we're gonna focus on the latest rumors. I've checked in with a lot of people in and around the league, probably more people than any other year that I've been covering this, and I've been covering this for a long time, and I think I have a fairly good idea of what's going to happen with the Jets. Now, we do have a wild card here. There's Debo Samuel's situation as of Wednesday morning. I am told by sources that it's pretty much status quo, which is to say uh, there's still a chance. I believe that he could be traded, and I believe the Jets are still interested. So that obviously could shake up the Jets' draft situation. So we're going to keep an eye on that. But let's say there is no Debo trade. Uh, what's let's try to forecast what's going to happen with the fir- first uh, the fourth pick. Now the first three. I don't know. I think the first three players off the board are going to be in no particular order: Trayvon Walker, Aiden Hutchinson and Ekem Akwanu. Uh, you know, that's the feel I get. I think the Jets kind of have the same feel that if, if those three guys are gone, Walker, Hutchinson, and Icky, I think the Jets are going to pick Sa- Sauce Gardner, the cornerback the from Cincinnati. They believe he can be a lockdown corner. We know the Jets need a corner. <laughs> this is hard to believe. Their corners had only two interceptions last year. I mean, that is just mind boggling. The Jets' pass defense was poor. You need top corners in, in the AFC now. I mean, just look at the division. You got uh, Stephon Diggs, and now you got Tyreek Hill in the division, joining Jalen Waddell. Uh, it's, it's a really tough division for wide receivers. You need corners. Uh, Gardner is very good. I don't think he's a super elite corner like a Jalen Ramsey or, or a Darrell Revis type. Uh, but he is a consensus top four pick across the league, if you look at all the uh, talent evaluators, what they're saying. So I think right now, if I had to do a mock draft based on those first three pick, the fourth pick would be Sauce Gardner. Now, this is where it gets interesting. If Trayvon Walker is still on the board at four, and the Jets have a choice of Walker and Sauce Gardner, that is... From my information, I think that would be a tough decision for the Jets. Uh, They like Trayvon Walker. I know Jet fans are a little concerned about the lack of production. Six sacks last year at Georgia. I'd be a little concerned, too, about players who just rise so quickly, you know, with one great combine performance. So there is legitimate concern there. But Joe Douglas is a traits guy. He likes traits and athletic testing. And uh, Walker's off the charts. So I could actually see them going Walker in that situation simply because of the edge rushing importance in Robert Sala's defense. Now, if it comes down to a choice of Sauce and Icky Aquanu, I believe there would be a discussion on that in the Jet draft room. But based on my intel, I think Sauce is rated slightly higher on the Jet draft board than Aquanu. And I think, you know, partly because of need there. You know, Icky Aquano is a really good player. I've had some scouts tell me that he could, you know, if not the best player in the draft, then possibly number two. So if the Jets do pick Icky late, let's say Sauce goes uh, second or third, which is which is possible. So let's say the Jets end up with Aquano. They're going to be all sorts of questions about Makai Becton. I mean, that speculation is running rampant around the league right now. A lot of people, I, 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 I'm I, not even going to quote them because I don't know if they're valid sources, but they just, a lot of people think he's done with the Jets. Uh, I do know, like I've said and like I've written, I think there is some tension there with the Jets and Becton and Becton's camp. And I think there is some concern about his knee injury and his conditioning habits Um, I do not believe this coaching staff has fully embraced Makai Becton. He was inherited, remember, drafted before they arrived. And so would they trade him during draft weekend? I think that would be unlikely because, I mean, you're going to give up on a guy after he basically played only one year. Uh, There's still a lot of talent there, and I don't know if Joe Douglas is going to want to do that ...after just one full season of Makai Becton. I don't think they'd get a great deal in return. His value's low now. So if they draft Icky, I could see the Jets coming out and putting up a United front... ...and saying, look, we're going to have Icky, Fant, and Becton battle it out... ...and we're going to have great depth at tackle. That's what I could see them saying. And of course, Icky's going to start. You don't draft the guy fourth and put him on the bench. So he would start at left or right tackle... And it would be Becton versus Fant for the other spot. The loser becomes the swing tackle. It's not ideal in terms of salary cap, you know, usage and you know using resources. You don't want a guy on the bench with that kind of resume. But I think it could turn out that way. But again, if everything goes the way the Jets think it's going to go. I think they'll end up with Sauce Gardner, but you can't rule out Icky and then get ready for a ton of Beckton questions. Now, there's been a lot of speculation in recent days about Jermaine Johnson, the edge rusher from Florida State. This much I can tell you, the Jets do like him a lot, no question, but I do not believe he will be chosen at four. I think that is way too high for him. I think most people in the league would agree. Uh, he I, he is not in consideration at, at the fourth pick. Now, I think they would love to take him at 10. That would be uh, a nice pick for the Jets. If they came away with Sauce Gardner and Jermaine Johnson at 4-10, and 10, I think that would be an A-plus draft for the Jets. I think they would be very, very happy. I just don't think Jermaine Johnson is going to get to 10. I think Seattle could pick him off at nine, or even maybe the Giants, you know, at, at five or seven. That's going to be an interesting situation. But uh, uh, if he gets to 10 and they go sauce at four, I could certainly see them taking uh, Jermaine Johnson there at 10. I think there would be a conversation with Johnson versus their highest rated wide receiver. Um, we're assuming they don't get DeMo Samuel for the for argument's sake here. So it would be uh, Jermaine Johnson versus their top rated receiver. Just a hunch here, I'm connecting some dots from talking to some people, but I think Wilson might have, Garrett Wilson from Ohio State, might have a slight edge over Drake London from USC. They're the two names that keep coming up. I'd be surprised if they go Jamison Williams at 10 just because of the injury. Uh, Maybe if they traded down a little bit, they could go that way. But I think it would be Wilson or London at 10. Now, if they don't take Sauce at 4 Let's just say it ends up being Aquanu. Derek Stingley Jr. is a guy that Jets like a lot, and I think he would be in the conversation at 10. Uh, So you could come away with an Aquanu-Derek Stingley combo as well. Uh, Stingley, in my opinion, is a little risky. Uh, Unbelievable freshman year at LSU. I mean, for the national champions, he played awesome. He looked like a a top— top three pick but he really hasn't played much football the last two years he's had a liz frank injury for my blood you know just for my own taste i think that would be a little too high to take stingley at 10 there's some rumors that he could even go as high as three to houston so a lot of variation on Derek stingley but if he's there at 10 i do know the jets would consider him a popular pick in recent weeks what you know Kayvon Thibodeau the edge rusher from uh, Oregon what's going to happen with him a lot of people fans saying the Jets could take him at four they will not take Kayvon Thibodeau at four and I do not believe they would take him at 10 I, I just don't think he's he's in the mix for the Jets I, I think they like him as a player I just think they might have uh, some concerns about the way he's carried himself and um just his uh he's got kind of a me first attitude and he's not the biggest guy in the world and he's a little bit raw as a pass rusher Uh, so I I would be very surprised if the Jets ended up with Kayvon Thibodeau out of this draft I just do not see him in the conversation I think now obviously the Jets have not shared their draft board with me uh I think there's probably only three or four people in the world who know what's on that draft board but you know, in our business, we talk to people. You know, you do a lot of dot connecting. We're we're essentially detectives. You try to put together, you know, a picture. And so I'm going to give you what I think the Jets draft board looks like, just based on conversations with people. I think Hutchinson would be the first guy. And then I think it's really a toss-up between Trayvon Walker and Sauce Gardner. I think those guys are really, really close on the draft board. And then I think the fourth guy... Would be Iki Aquanu, so I, I, I'm fairly certain that those are the first four guys on their board. Now, in the five to ten, it's a, it's a little bit hazier to try to get that uh, nailed down, but I think the five to tens, you know, you're probably looking at Evan Neal, the tackle from Alabama, at five, and then I'm going to say Jermaine Johnson from Florida State. Then uh, I'm going to get into the receivers there with Garrett Wilson and Drake London, and again, those two are very very close. Personally I would take Wilson. I just think he's faster. I I, I like speed. The Jets need some speed on offense. London is very attractive because of his catch radius. He's six four, great ball skills, uh basketball background, uh very good player. I, I me personally, I'd go Wilson. So after those two, I think Derek Stingley would probably be ninth and tenth, kinda open here. I'd just put Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame. Just because he's so highly rated around the league, and so he'd be the tenth guy. I do not believe the Jets would pick Kyle Hamilton. Just I don't think safety has the positional value. But uh, so there you have it. That would be my top ten. What I think the Jets' top ten is again Hutchinson, and then at two and three, close call between Trayvon Walker and Sauce Gardner. Aquanu four. Then my five to ten group would be Evan Neal. Jermaine Johnson, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Derek Stingley Jr., and Kyle Hamilton. So I believe the Jets will come out of this with two of those players if they keep the the fourth and tenth picks. Again, if I had to do a mock, you know, on the ESPN uh, TV mock we did with NFL Nation, I ended up with Iki Aquanu at four. Which is still a possibility. Uh, We had to do that mock draft last week because of production purposes. So things change on a daily basis. This is so fluid. So if I had to do it again, I would take Sauce Gardner as my fourth pick in the draft. And then at 10 in my own current mock draft, I would probably go with Garrett Wilson, uh, which I also took in my TV mock uh, that is based on the assumption that Jermaine Johnson is gone. If Jermaine Johnson is still on the board, I say the Jets would take him and walk away with Gardner and Johnson. If he's not there, they walk away with Gardner and Garrett Wilson, which would really add a lot of speed to the perimeter on both sides of the ball. And that's what the Jets need, folks. They need playmakers. You know, they have a decent offensive line. You know, if Beckton is okay. Uh, their defensive line will be it, – it's okay. They can address edge in the second round. There are a couple of decent edge rushers they could pick up at the top of the second round. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so there we have it. Uh, it's its a fun time of year, folks. It is really, really fun. You know, not everyone's going to love the Jet pick. It wouldn't be a draft without some booing, right? I think if the T- Jets took a Quanu, a lot of fans would boo. And that's unfortunate because he's a really, really good player he could turn out to be the best player in this draft, so uh, that would, of course, open a can of worms with the Becton situation. But like I said, I'm going with Gardner, and uh, and uh, Wilson or Johnson at this point. And uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Like I said, this was a special podcast with a uh, you know updated draft rumors and uh, stay tuned to ESPN.com throughout the draft, and also me on Twitter throughout the draft. Will be, I'll be out at the jet facility for the first time in three years reporting from Florin Park during the draft, so that will be fun, and we'll talk to you next time on Flight Deck.